Hello and welcome to Bedlam Social Hour, a D&D podcast. I am the aforementioned Bedlam, DM of this story-driven, semi-edited, real-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Bedlam Social Hour does contain adult language and occasionally deals with mature situations. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue our story. We hope you enjoy. Last time on Bedlam Social Hour, the party took refuge at a small oasis after finding themselves in need of a bit of recuperation because of a brief yet violent altercation with a pack of Achaeusites. Grom took first watch that evening only to be visited once more by the enigmatic merchant Elia Nevercross. They woke up Brax, much to his dismay, and Elia availed herself of aforementioned favors Grom and Brax had previously promised. Simply enough, she asked if each of them would place one of her rings in a specific location respectively, and each readily agreed. The three drank and smoked together for a time, and eventually the time for Miss Nevercross to move on drew near. She bid them safe travels, and Brax continued his convalescence. The night passed without incident, and in the morning Grom took advantage of some beginning martial training offered by Mirmolnir. Brax sought to grant Tylalor some reprieve from her festering leg wound and managed to successfully heal the injury completely. Then, with healed leg and broken knuckle, the party ventured further into the desert. Most of the day was uneventful until they came upon a large cactus seemingly housing a portal similar to the one they had seen before, replete with a myriad of eyes, beckoning tentacles, and a siren song of attraction. And while no fanatics occupied the immediate vicinity, there did rest three giant humanoid figures triangulating the Eldritch Threshold, stoically unmoving, still as statues. Initially, Grom and Mirmolnir succumbed to the otherworldly draw of the anomaly and moved to approach the planar fissure, while the other party members furiously attempted to dissuade them from said course of action. And now, we will resume our story. As Grom and Mirmolnir approach the portal, the previously unmoving sentinels have begun to stir. Grom and Mirmolnir are still under the effects of the portal, uh, being attracted to it. That said, we have entered initiative turns. We can start with a little bit of conversation if you'd like, um, and then once that's done, we are going to kick off the initiative with Grom. Before we fire this up, because uh, it's going to be real important to know this, how strong is this pull? I was picturing it as, like, I see Nerma there, like, beaten and subdued. And so I'm going to get there, if that's what kind of thing we're talking about. I would like to say the compulsion is strong. I would like to not have it be a full-out sprint, but with your characterization of if you saw Nerma, you would be sprinting that direction. And I'm just trying to help you not die. Do I get a say? So I'm going to say you guys are still clumped up a little bit. Damn it, woman! That's Nerma! She needs me! That's not Nerma! Well, stay here then! Deal with these beasts! And I'm gonna dash. Would anybody like to take their reaction to prevent that? I would. I can't. Not if I get there first. <laughs> he trips me. You <laughs> <big> bastard. 
I'm going to stick my leg out and trip him. Tyler, what does your hindrance look like? Given our current positions, my goal is to try and catch him before he can take off. Okay, so you lunge at Grom. Yes. Knocking me to the dirt. Mm-hmm. All right, let's have an uh, attack. Oh, shit. Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm built for speed. It's going to be a six. Yep, you, uh... He's quick. Swing and a miss. He's funny. He makes me lots of money. Lichtenstein! All right, uh, that was that. Uh, you're you're going to try to trip Mirmoner? Is you trying to take off, too? Yeah, it's those well, two. Well, I will be here soon, yeah. Yeah, Grom and Mirmoner have been talking about going to that portal quickly. So I'm going to reach out and try to wrap my arm around Mirmoner to hold him back. Just seeing that he might be trying to go somewhere. You just going to try to hang on to him or are you going to try to talk to him? I'm going to try to hang on to him. And put one foot in front of his foot, kind of. So if he goes take off, I'm just going to be like, just fall down on top of him. That seems easy enough <laughs> since Mjolnir is a little bit stupefied with the enchantment there. So go ahead and roll an attack with advantage. <laughs> advantage. Two new characters, please. Oh, what? Dang. Come here, big fella. That's the power of love. That's the <laughs> I told you I loved you, man. <laughs> Valryl steps love. in with the uh, I love you, man moment. Brax, do you? No, I mean, I don't think Brax would do anything to stop it. I think he would just. I got my hand in the bag of many tricks. That's what. I'm ready to throw that those little animals again. Grom. You know where I'm going. Grom is going to beeline. Going to save our girl. I'm going to let you get about there, which to our listeners is about 10 feet short. Grom, you sprint towards the portal. No, I sprinted towards Nerma. Once you're within the range, the tentacles focus on you and begin to touch you as they reach out to you. You walk into them and they focus on you. Their gentle caress is pleasant, almost relaxing, actually, given the terrible visage before you and the need you have to rescue the figure before you. But after a brief moment, you find yourself lifted off the ground and being drawn towards the portal. The concentration of eyes is all now focused on you. You're okay with it. You're being drawn towards Nerma. However, a few moments pass, and as you're lifted from the ground, realization causes the glamour to vanish, and you instantly become acutely aware of the danger before you. And as you begin to show signs of resistance to the influence accosting you, those three giant figures surrounding the cactus rise to their feet. Well, I'm gonna fight, dammit! And it is the giant's turn, and all three get to their feet. Tylenol, you were right! (laughs) I told you! Help! Tylalore, it is your turn. How far away is that from me? You're looking at about 40 feet away. I can sprint at 120 feet. Cool. I guess my ask is, can I get there? You can get there, but you will have to spend your action as well as your movement to get there. And I will say last time we saw anything get approached, these, that lion got torn apart. I'm not sure there's anything you're going to be able to do. Well, I am pulling my sword out. I'm going to cast Misty Step and just kind of step on over there. All right. What is the range on Misty Step? Some shit's about to go down. She's going to mean mug the portal. (laughs) Teleport you up to 30 feet. Okay. Well, if that's it, then never mind. If you wanted to move a little bit and then cast, then you would have your bonus action. Yeah, let's do that. Do we have to sign a waiver for fighting a tentacle monster? I didn't sign a waiver when I watched Ninja Scroll. We're all right then. Good thing I wore my iron underwear. As if from nowhere, Tylalore appears in the midst of the tentacles that have lifted you from the ground, Grom. Smell of sulfur fills the air. <laughs> it's just like I pop out of thin air. And then, I, yeah, I'm going to try and attack those tendrils with that bonus action. And I net one on that. So I swing, and I totally 
miss. <laughs> I stumble <a> forward. <laughs> well, even hitting me might cut a couple. A little bit disoriented out of that misty step. You haven't used it in a while. You rear back to take a swing, but it's almost as if the tentacles were anticipating you. And now, oh, you find yourself... There's one around your wrist, and there's another around your other wrist. And oh, you're being lifted off the ground as well. Oh, dear. And that brings us to Brax. So Brax sees her disappear, and now is just look... V, v you, got, you got him, right? And is just going to toss one of those little fuzzy things out and start walking towards this rock over here. And hopefully, I just want the ball to land right about, right in between the cactuses. And as a goat. Regular goat. Regular goat. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus action, sacred flames to the jug giant that I can see. Nice. What do I have to be? Uh, 14. That is a natural 20. Okay, so nothing happens. Yep, that's it. Valrobe. Is Miramilnir still in his trance? Near as you can tell. So I'm just going to look at Miriam near, grab him. Miriam near, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just got a... Irma's right up there. Don't you see her? See her where? Right up there in the center. No. Between all those monsters. Miriam near, she's not there. Well, not for long if we let those monsters get to her. She's not there. I'm telling you, she is not there. Well, what do you mean? I can see her right there. Okay, that's about six seconds of conversation. I'm going to just hold on to him. Stay near him. Okay, you're just flashed yeah. on. Okay, Miramal near. I'm going to try and run for it. Are you trying to disengage or are you just trying to run? I am just going to try and run and just try and shake him off as I go. <laughs> let go of me, you little iguana. Athletics. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> hold on a minute. 12. <laughs> what? I guess opposed athletics. I would let you do acrobatics if you wanted. I'm going to give you advantage because you knew what was coming. Tail whip trip. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with acrobatics. I thought you might. 18 plus 3. All right, yep. Told you, big guy. Poof. You go down into the sand. Yeah. I'm just going to sit on him. Okay. You can also mock him for not having a tail since you tripped him. <laughs> <laughs> this is what tails are good for. Wait, which one of you has a tail? I have a tail. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was yeah, the other way around. Okay, that's your big stupid tail. See, I <laughs> got gr- you. <laughs> just drag. <laughs> let go of my tail and let me get to Norma. All right. Grom, having realized the situation that you're in. Oh, I'm going to rage. So, I understand I'm completely broken out of the entrancement? Yes, you realize that you do not want to go to the portal now. All right. Well, I'm going to rage and start swinging and try to bite something. Okay. I don't know how penalized my arm is now. Well, I feel like this is a grapple situation. Well, all right. So I think uh, you can use either athletics or acrobatics to uh, extricate yourself. Well, shoot. Uh, We'll do acrobatics. Ooh. 21. With the 21, you manage to twist yourself free with a bite and a claw here or there. You find yourself dropping to the sand. But now I see this thing has my wife. Yes. Ah, damn it. Is that all of my action? That's your action, yep, to get loose. Did I get a bite in there at all while I was fighting free? Sure. All right, I'll bite this son of a bitch. (laughs) Fifteen? Roll damage. Eight damage. Eight damage. You bite clean through one of the tentacles and it falls to the ground. Oh, it can be hurt. The piece writhes in the sand. All right, I'll put myself back together and remember how to roll these. What all I need to do. As Grom extricates himself, the giants having regained their feet... Shit. This one closes distance with Grom. They don't actually have clubs, despite what the picture shows. Oh, that's good, because where I'm sitting right now, that club looks like it's about as big as Grom. That's right, I'm built for speed. Not a club, 
but a fist about as big as Grom. The giants have these huge blind spots on the bottom of their feet. I know where to hide. Comes whistling into Grom, and he overcommits, and his fist whooshes over your head, and he drops to a knee, having overcompensated his balance. That's right, big fella. This other one stands and takes a step towards Valryl and Mirmolnir. And 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. That's enough. You look at this giant as it approaches, and its eyes glow a sickly yellow, and you feel this fatigue wash over you, and I would like you to make a constitution saving throw. It is a 9. All right, the DC was 13. You feel this withering gaze wash over you, and you end up taking... 19 hit points worth of necrotic damage. Holy cow. That's gross. fuck? The third giant stands and moves just outside the range of the tentacle debacle that's happening before you. And that will bring us to Tylor. Well, um, so I'm going to say at this point when I got picked up, the sword is in my right hand. Would that arm be free or is it also currently wrapped up? Nope, you got a pretty good tentacle around it. Pretty much all four limbs and potentially your waist is... Wrapped. Yep. Okay. Then I'm pretty well stuck. Uh, <laughs> well, you can try to extricate yourself with an athletics or an acrobatics. That's my option. Let's do it. We're going to go with athletics, and that's a 18. Yep, you muscle your way out of that and find yourself dropped to the sand next to Grom. That is your action, though, so you have a movement and a bonus action. Uh, let's go ahead and try and attack again. <laughs> another nat one. Okay. <laughs> you surprise yourself with the ease of which you extricate yourself, and almost overzealously, you swing. Your blade bites nothing but air, and it twists just so far past what your wrist can hold, and your sword goes... lands about ten feet away from you in the sand. Damn it! <laughs> you missed him! Brax. So Brax is gonna, gonna see V get kind of hurt over there and start kind of walking towards him again. And he's going to look over the goat and say, hey, goat, go charge and knock down that big that big guy there. V, are you okay? What's going on here? Roll an attack for the goat. So four, eight total for the charge, but yeah. The charge, the goat just he blasts into that, that giant's lower leg. The giant's like, and the goat's like, yeah, so that's pretty much, I think that's pretty much my turn. You all right, V? What's go- what happened there? I don't know. I that big stupid thing over there looked at me and just I just don't feel good right now. I just, just feel weird. Which one? Yeah. Point yeah, directly. It's your turn, belt. I'm going to get up. I was like, all right, Mjolnir, you're on your own. That that did not feel good. So I'm going to go behind the rock and I'm going to just chill chill there. Would you like a bonus section hide? Yeah. Roll stealth. 15. Noted. Mjolnir. Is it going to phase me at all that one minute he was trying to stop me and the next minute, like, he is gone and it's not phasing me? You still think that portal's pretty pretty. I'm making my way towards the portal. Takes half your movement to get up. Okay, so I'm down to 20 feet. All right, you have an action. Would you like to continue on? Yeah, we'll just continue trekking forward. All right, you get about 15 feet from the portal. And Grom and Tylalor, it's almost like the tentacles have something else to focus on now. Oh. And they start moving around Mjolnir, caressing his big muscly arms. And, yeah, they seek to lift you up just in the same fashion that they did to Grom. Once you are off the ground, however, the charm has moved on. So you are effectively lifted off the ground, grappled, being drawn towards the portal. We are back to Grom. Well, I'm going to rage and lash out. Had all of these tentacles that are on my friend. Oh, 
will not take him. Damn, they had me to nap 20. So what do I roll for damage? There we go. Uh, 14 damage. Okay, I'm going to say with a nat 20, you tear into those tentacles, and next thing you know, Rumelnir finds himself, poof, lands in the sand. Damn it, they got me too. Tried to tell you guys. Uh, I was so convinced it was Nerma. Could I throw something as a bonus action? Or hand something off as a bonus action? Yeah, tell me what you want to do. I want to hand my wife my, my weapon, my axe. Sure. Damn it, love, don't throw this one. <laughs> she is not attuned to it, so it is just a whatever the base damage is. Well, let me get that for you. <laughs> All right, it's just a d6 plus your strength. Okay. All right, and we are back to the giants. The confused giant who just had the goat run into him gives the goat a kick. What's the goat's AC? 10. What is the goat's hit points? Yeah. Uh, he... <gasps> Bye-bye, goat. Well, ain't that a bitch. He turns back and takes one step closer to the enemies before him. This one's going to be a little bit confused at the disappearance of Valryl and actually close distance. He sees you, Brax. Sorry, little boy. What is your AC, Brax? Oh, man. Uh, right now, my AC is 14. Okay, so uh, 23 hits. Yes. And then a fist will do how much damage? Oh, that's not bad. Especially if I'm going to roll ones. Four bludgeoning damage plus 12 necrotic damage. So you brace yourself for the impact and his fists blast into you, knocking you to the side just slightly. But it's really not the bludgeoning damage that you feel hurt. It's just this overwhelming fatigue. This It's almost like your muscles are giving way. That said, the third one is going to step in here and go ahead and take a swing at Tyler Lore. Tyler Lore, what is your AC? 16. He actually misses. You manage to sidestep this big fist that blasts into the sand, and we are back to your turn. Well, with Grom having handed me a new weapon <laughs> and sensing this big giant coming up behind me, I'm going to turn and attack it. Its fist blasts into the sand, and you swing that hatchet at its gigantic forearm. Ooh, that's nice. Does 21 hit? It sure does. Please roll damage. Six. And of course, I'm going to go ahead and use that bonus action and attack again. And then roll a d4 just for inadvertent psychic damage. Three. And you're attacking again? Yes. Go for it. <laughs> That's going to be a five, four. Neither a five nor a four. It actually connects, but it doesn't do any damage. That's my turn. Rex? I'm going to cast uh, Invoke Duplicity and run away. If I saw, I could. I don't know which part V disappeared in with his, with his sneakiness. So do I see any which direction he went? He knows me. Okay. He knows me. I want to. I want to run, but fifteen plus wisdom is eighteen. Yeah, you 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 see where he tucked himself in I'm over here. <laughs> so yeah, running. But I'm gonna run past him. I'm gonna run as far as I can, which is uh, twenty feet, thirty, thirty feet. I'm gonna see if he. Nope, he does not. The duplicity confuses him enough that he does not take an attack of opportunity as you run away. So you're running around the rock? or what? Yep, thir- my full 30 feet. Okay. Uh, that's my turn. Velro. How big is this thing? Big. Big, big? Yeah. Twice the size of me? Easily. Uh, Brax, you got anything that can uh, clear my head? Like, I just don't feel right. Catch up. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to head towards him. You're going with Brax? Yeah. Running away. Okay. Well, I want to I get better before I fight. Okay. <laughs> so you run over to Brax. Run over to Brax. The giant clocks you. When you holler at Brax, you see him look right at you. Mirmelnir, you find yourself momentarily grappled and then extricated. What would you like to do? I'm going to realize the situation around me, and I'm going to start uh, swinging at the... One by Grum. Okay. So first attack. Well, you're gonna need to fuck him up. We're gonna be hosed. <laughs> uh, first attack's the twenty-one. That'll hit. 
10 for that one. I'm going to take my extra attack. Uh, next one is a 17 to hit. 17 will hit. Uh, 11 damage. Get him, Marimonair. And then I'm going to burn a key point, and I'm going to throw Fury of Blows. All right. I was waiting for one of you to just unload. And I am just so caught up in the moment that I think I'm doing really well, and then I swing, but I... I hold it a little too close, and I kind of just barely graze him, but I throw myself off balance enough that I'm just unable to continue with the fury. Back to Grum. All right, I can pull out a club as a bonus action, right? Sure. And I'm pulling out my club. It's not finished being carved, but it'll fuck up these monsters. I'm going to turn my back to smash the one that's fighting my wife. We got to get out of here. We're too close. And I'll take a swing with my club. And eight... 12? 12 does not do not any damage. do it. All right. I'll take my second attack at the same thing, trying to swing backhanded at 19. And that will hit. All right. Get my mighty D4 out. That'll be seven damage. And you know what's happening next. I'm jumping on this. I'm going to bite him. 18. Yep. I just realized that my club is nowhere near as damaging as my bite. <laughs> That'll be 13. As I rip my teeth into the side of his legs. The thing howls in pain. Mirmolnir, you got a big old fist coming at you. What's your AC? 16. Oh, you deftly step out of the way. Still got it. <laughs> okay, duplicity. Can he kill that thing? What's the story there? Is just a concentration. It just stands. Um, uh, no, I mean like if he's going to attack it. Oh, he can try to kill it. Yeah, it's a perfect illusion. He's going to whiff right through the it. The last there, one right? minute. Yep. Okay, he whiffs right through it, and he is very confused. The other one, Grom. What's your AC? Eighteen. Eighteen. Yep, you got a big old fist coming in at you. Oh dang it! Again, the bludgeoning damage is wow. I rolled max on that, so 10, half to 5, because you're raging. Uh, the bad news is, is the necrotic damage that's coming at you, and that's actually not nearly as bad. Uh, another 8 necrotic damage. I'm allergic. Yes, you are. And that brings us to Tylenol. Get out of here! Run for it! We have to split them up! Anybody who wants to take a moment to notice uh, has noticed that uh, now that the giants have engaged, the tentacle action has backed off quite a bit. Despite Grom's uh, desire for me to run, I'm not going to. <laughs> because I understand the uh, attack of opportunity. I'm not interested in providing that. Oh no, we're in the center of two of these things. <laughs> Seems like the worst place for us to stand. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and attack. Get him. And that's going to be 14 to hit. 14 just misses. Okay. I forgot I have an extra attack. I forgot to use that last turn. Chop these dang legs off. 18 for that a second hit. for extra attack. It's going to be seven damage. And I'm going to attack with my bonus action. Swing that bonus action. And I rolled a four. That will miss. That's my turn. Brax, what do you want to do? I'm going to turn back to V and cast Care Wounds. It's a 1d8 plus, oh, you get nine. I'm going to take off. I'm going to just circle around this rock until my full 30 feet. Yeah, see if I get some view on the folks over there. And if I can see that giant, I'm going to cast Sacred Flames. Okay, oh, that's a dex for me. Teen. Brax, unfortunately, I rolled a 17 on the die. Yep, all right. That's it. Okay, Valreal. I'm going to use acrobatics to try to climb on top of that rock. It would be athletics, but you can go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah, athletics, yeah. Okay, now that spire, it's... Uh, How tall is it, actually? It's actually about 15, 20 feet up. It's doable. I'm just telling you the, the scope of that rock there. My plan is to yeet on top of this. <laughs> <laughs> climb it. <laughs> no, I fall on my ass. The two. Yes, you do fall on your ass. The DC was not that high. You're lucky I didn't see that. <laughs> that was athletics? Yep. So two, three, six? Not quite. Okay. DC was like nine. Jeez, I suck. 
I'm still feeling sick inside. You pop up there and a handhold breaks off and boof, you find yourself on your back in the sand. But you are able to scramble to your feet, so you're not prone. Bonus action, uh, hide. Okay, go for it. 21. All right, that was Velro. Yeah, I'm going to go around the back to hide with uh, Rax. Riminer. I'm swinging at the one to the north again. Take my first two attacks. Oh, no. Dice jail. Yeah, that first attack just is not having it. I overexert myself and I kind of whiff and I'm not able to follow through on my second attack, but I draw in on all my inner key and I'm able to sort of regain it for uh, Fury of Blows. I fall in cow pie. (laughs) I got a one and a three again. (laughs) What is going on over there? (laughs) Any new dice? And he dives into the dice bag. That's why every session I pull out all my d20s and if it rolls poorly, (laughs) it goes back into the bag. (laughs) I'm gonna run around this beast here. I want to flank the one with Tylalor and I'll take the hit for it. And then I'm going to attack. Oh, hang on. you got a little damage coming. Five bludgeoning damage, halved to two. Oof. Seven necrotic. All right. Now I will attack. Okay. Take some swings on this thing. Of course, everything is a reckless attack. Of course. 18. That'll hit. For seven damage. The first swing of my club. I want to try to swing it back to crack the inside of its knee with my second backhand swing. 17 is a hit. And that'll be six damage. And then as soon as I smash my... My club into the inside of his kneecap. I'm going to latch on and try to rip at the inside of his leg with my teeth. Hit for eight damage. This thing is hurt. And so they will have opportunity when they swing at me. It is hurt. It howls in pain. Yeah, rip the legs off of you. Go ahead and take one hit point of necrotic damage as you get a mouthful of nastiness. And it is the giant's turn. Mirmanir, you got a big old fist coming at you again. Oh boy. You deftly step out of the way. The one that is incredibly in pain can't quite get at what is latched onto the back of its knee. (laughs) This one starts walking around the rock to try to figure out where the hell you guys went. Just keep it distracted, guys. Good job. Tyler. (laughs) I'm gonna attack. Nat one. You throw Grom's hand axe. I'm gonna make you some Velcro gloves, (laughs) lady. (laughs) That was a perfectly fine hand axe I gave you. (laughs) It lands about 20 feet away. I'm running out of weapons to hand you. That's what we call yeet. But to be honest, that was a good throw. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know what my unarmed strike would be, if it's even worth it. Just run for it. Let's say unarmed strikes are generally like a D4. Okay, I am going to try to disengage. Wait, so an unarmed strike is as good as my club? (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a blunt object. You used your action to throw... Yes, but I also get uh, a bonus action. Right, and only rogues get a bonus action disengage. Okay, then I am... It's an action for everybody else. Then I'm going to use my extra attack and punch it. Okay, punch it. (laughs) 19. 19, that hits. (laughs) Roll 1d4 plus your strength. 5. And it drops to a knee. It's not down, but it is hurt. Um, and then I can also use my bonus bonus action to attack, right? Do it. I'm going to do it. (laughs) That's a... Oh, bummer. I was going to say, if you could do four more hit points of damage, you'd kill it. Uh, Brax. So I'm going to see that she's taking care of everything over there pretty well. And just going <laughs> to turn around. I don't need that. <laughs> throw another little ball out. Um, trying to try to go over Valriel's head there. That's going to come out. Oh, that should be awesome. That's a brown beer. Hell yeah. Bartholomew. 
brown bear. Perfect. Um, and then I'm gonna take one step backwards towards the fighting, the main fighting. And then as bonus action, I'm gonna have my illusion come 30 feet closer to me. You get him, Barmino Field. Bar, how do you want to say? You? I forgot how to say your name, but you get him. You get him. Bartholomew. Get him, BB. Bartholomew Bear. Bell I'm gonna go 30 feet towards Grom. So in between the cactus and the rock, if I can get there. And I am going to dash between the rock and that cactus. That was your action and your movement. You have a bonus action. Well, that, that was right there. I'll stay. Swinging again. Taking first two swings. First one is a 17. Uh, second one's a natural 20. Hey. So first attack is a nine. Second attack, 17. Then I'm going to use a key point and use Furial Blows. It's a 17 and a... 22 plus 5, 19. 19 damage. 19 damage. See, it pays to max out your strength every now and then. (laughs) You see the life drain from whatever this thing is, and he slumps over. Do I have to worry about him crashing down on me? Mm. You had to open your mouth. (laughs) Grum. Well, I'm going to smash this thing. Dang beasts, get down here and fight. Just chop you down like a damn tree. Seven damage. First club swing. Seven damage for my second club swing. It's dead. I was going to say, I think he said it was like four points left. As it falls down, I'm going to think to myself, I'm glad I don't have to bite it again. (laughs) (laughs) I told you to stop eating junk food. (laughs) And then I'll... Did I? No, I didn't. I guess I didn't see where anything got thrown to. I just saw that it got thrown. I was paying too much attention to these guys. What's Bartholomew's uh, AC? 11. How many hit points does he have? 34. More than me. 8. Not equal to me. Damn. 22. This giant punts Bartholomew, knocks him back about 10 feet. <sighs> and it's Tylor's turn. Poor bear. Now that this uh, giant in front of me is dead, I'm going to look back at that portal and just kind of assess the situation on it real quick. Is it still kind of dormant at the moment, or...? Not really dormant, but the, the tentacles are not active. They're only about two or three feet extending. There's a lot of eyes looking at you. Um, can... Actually, since you took the time to regard it, would you roll me a wisdom saving throw? 17. You feel that pull... Oh, this is what overtook Rom. This is what overtook Mirmelnir. Eh, but I see what you're up to. Yeah, you're not going to take me. Can I tell where the weapons went? Uh, roll a perception. Uh, 18? Yep, you yeah, you spot them. No problem. Okay. I'm going to first go pick up Grom's club. And my goal is to try and retrieve both weapons currently, where however far I can do that in my turn. You can do that with one turn, but that will be your turn. Okay. Brax? Uh, so I'm going to move to where I can see this big old giant here. I'm going to lose an arrow at it. Okay. That is a hit. Uh, that's eight damage. Okay. And then Barfiamuel. Barfiamuel. I can't say his name. He should. He gets two attacks. Uh, first one is 20. Not a natural. The second, what is that number? Four. So that's a miss. So the first one was a bite attack. And that is 12 damage. Wow. Is it still up? It is still up. Uh, bonus action, Sacred Flames. Okay. Uh, Bartholomew takes another point of necrotic damage for the bite. This one fails for the Sacred Flame. Okay. That's uh, five points of damage. Definitely hurt. Still up. Valro. I'm going to try to keep going north around the rock to surprise it. 
if I can't go all the way, I'll hide in that nook. Oh, in section hide? Yeah. Roll stealth. 13. Okay. Miramal near. Can I kind of get a glimpse of what they're doing over there? Like, see if they're like... Roll perception. I imagine my attention's been wrapped up in this one. I may not have necessarily paid close attention to the migratory patterns of giants in this time. Uh, 11. There's some commotion going on over there, but you're not quite sure what. Well, in that case, if I sense some commotion, I'm going to start just slowly making my way over there. Maybe they're just wrestling behind a rock. You take a few steps that way. The action slows momentarily. The immediate threat, at least from what you see, Mirmonir subsides. However, movement draws your attention back to the cactus and its otherworldly affliction. You see something emerge from the portal. No, someone was a short dragonborn with skin and scales, the familiar color of your own. He's significantly smaller, though. Mirmonera, you have at least two feet on this guy. Once through, he pauses to assess the situation, taking in the carnage of the falling giants around you. His gaze eventually falls on you, Mirmonir. The dragonborn, Mirmonir, you know as Valtil, addresses you with an out-of-character sadness. Oh shit, he brought me right to you. Valtil? Mirmonir. Seems, uh... Seems you have elicited a bit of uh, ire from our god. Quite sure what you did. Uh, but... (laughs) Here we are. Yaxithir said you changed, but I didn't want to believe it. It's true then, huh? What's true? Turned your back on us. The world got to you. I'm still looking for the statue. Hmm. And I will bring it back to the cave for everyone there. <laughs> what, does that, what does that mean? I, I mean, I'm not sure what you did, but you are, you're anathema. Kusodros has passed judgment, and I mean... I can't, I, I, I can't. So Kasodros has passed judgment, and I take it you're here from my head. Yeah, yeah. And on that, we will take a quick round with the giant. Grom, what would you, what would you like to do? If I see where Brax is running from, I know there's a third. I'm dashing. You also have seen this dragonborn come through the portal. Hey, that's a little thing. I'm killing a giant. Dashing past Brax. Past Brax's illusion? Well, I'd... That's Brax. <laughs> Be on the past Brax 1 and Brax 2 if I can run far <laughs> enough. There she is! Giant's going to take another swing at Bartholomew. And yeah. Well, shit. charges around the corner to see a brown bear facing this giant fiercely and then 
this big fist smashes into Bartholomew and and then the giant roars. Tyler, what would you like to do? I'm assuming I'm seeing this interaction between... Okay. So for now, I'm going to tuck the hand axe into my belt. I've got the sword at the ready, and I am just waiting and watching the interaction happen here. Okay. You worship a fallen god. Uh, Let loose an arrow. That is a miss. (laughs) So bonus action, sacred flames. Fail. It's one point of damage. Fail roll. I'm going to charge and try to strike it in the back. Charging or are you sneaking? Sneaking, yeah. <laughs> that is so that's 16. That will hit. Roll damage. 10. 10 total? Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. I'm going to try to go back and hide in that crevice. Well, you'll have to disengage at that point. Well, oh, disengage, yeah. Yep. So you can back up. All right. That brings us back to Mirmanir. Yeah, Mirmanir. I'm here. Unfortunately, my... Uh, Faith and commitment will force my hand on this. I don't want to fight you. You are my brother. And no change in faith has changed that. I don't want to fight you. Then why? We never were for the larger world, Mirmelnir. What did you find that was worth turning your back on all of us? Exiled from cave and clan? What did you find that was worth turning your back on everything? You're just going to throw Cadmus' death away? Say it was for nothing? Go live your new life on the surface? I'll tell you what, I... <laughs> I... I don't. I'm not sure what else is going on here. Let, uh, but no, Ren- renounce all this. Kusodos is benevolent. We'll go. We'll go appeal to his mercy. We'll figure something out. Yeah, he seemed real merciful when he tried to kill me. He what? Oh, he didn't tell you. He showed himself to me in all of his glory. All the glory you could have ever imagined. He was just as massive and as strong as the tales would lead you to believe. And... I'll admit, I have gotten off course. But... Well, obviously you were distracted. We get distracted. I've been distracted. He brought two innocents before me. Innocents. Innocent people had nothing to do with any of this and when I asked for their release he tore them apart distractions you obviously weren't doing what you're what kind of benevolent god doing kills the innocent who have nothing to do with him one who puts his clan first who puts us first the clan is still my family I will still find the statue and I will return it to the cave. I will return the idol. Idol? Idol? That's not an idol. It's our god's effigy. You. 
You ha- what? And on that note, we have to take another run around the rock with the giant. <laughs> round the outside. Round the outside. Grom. All right. Let's take another double take on the fact that I passed two... Two Braxes. Two Braxes. I pick up speed again and smash it on the inside of the... I'm going to try to like spread his knees apart by smashing one knee into the other one. And try to spin around and grab his leg and sink a bite to him for 21 points of damage. So I'm going to try to do and that's what I did. <laughs> I'll do it. Spit all that out into the sand. For the brief moment we were out of turns, I believe we were talking about idols. You were the one that was going to save the clan. Were you always this weak? How far back has your faith wavered? Idols. That's our god. Mirmolnir. Brother, I love you. But I see this has to end here. You want to know when my faith started to waver? After about the fifth year above ground. It's been six years. After about five years. And feeling nothing from the deep one. Not a vision, not a pull, not a sense of direction. And I started to question. I started to question if we were going to actually go back to anything when we got back. Or if we'd find the remains of those that tried to survive. Left behind, left to guard the cave with no support. I started to question if he really was all that powerful. If he needed his effigy to be there to actually show us. To provide for us. It saddens me, brother. But my faith... My faith is strong, and as much as I do not want to go through with this. Sorry, brother. And he rushes you. And Valtil, having always been the stealthiest of the clan, as he approaches you, you brace yourself to exchange blows, and it's almost like he shifts to the right at the last second. Whether it be a trick of his training, whatever it was, he gets one in on you right out the gate for only three bludgeoning damage. And we shall go at the top of initiative. After he sneaks in a right cross, Grom, what would you like to do? Well, now that there's no threat over here, we gotta run back and see what's going on. There's fighting to be had, but my mouth will shift back in as I retake my humanoid form since my rage is worn off. You round the rock and you see Mirmolnir and another dragonborn engaged in martial hand-to-hand combat. You passed Brax twice again. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? No friend of yours? I'm going to make a quick look to Grom and I'm going to think. Stay out of this. We will move to Tylalor. I am watching, waiting to step in. This is clearly something that's personal. 
and I'm not going to jump in unless I think he absolutely needs me to. So you take a few steps closer, just watching? Yeah, that and kind of keeping an eye on this uh, tentacle thing as well. You just step right behind him so he gets nervous, and he gets advantage on his attacks. <laughs> hey, what? I'm not touching you. <laughs> Brax? I'm going to move up uh, close to Grom there. Hey, who's this fella? Who's that? Who's this fella here? I don't know. It's wholesale on lizards around this place. Uh, bonus action, I'll move my my thing right next to me. So we're kind of phasing in and out of each other, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Let me look over real quick. Good job not dying. Yeah, I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Does seem like a good plan. We're pretty good. I don't know where V went. My turn? Yeah. Hey, I'm over here, guys. <laughs> I'm going to take off northeast, try to get, well, get next to uh, Miramilnir. Am I able to pick up on him running at me? Mm-hmm. I'd like to look back and think, Stay. I'm not your dog. <laughs> Friend of yours? I'm just turning my head back and back to focusing on Valtil. You respect that? Sort of. I'm going to get half that distance and stay right there because nobody's a hurt Mirmanir except for me. Fair. Mirmanir. I'm, I'm swinging, but I'm trying to make them like... Non-legal. I'm trying to make sure I don't kill him. Well, he is at you with a fury, so... Eighteen? His AC is fifteen, so... Eight. Okay. And then I'd like to uh, summon my wings. <laughs> Tell me, brother. What do you make of this? When you do that, he takes a step back. You see tears in his eyes. He says, you can't, can't turn your back on clan. Can't turn your back on clan for wings. Where did you get those? You know, I thought about that long and hard when I first discovered this. At first, I thought they were a gift from Kasodros because I still believed. But the more I thought about it, the more I started to realize that down in that cave, he is suppressing our innate abilities. Innate abilities. You have gifts. What do I make of those? What do you make of this? And he pulls off of his back and shakes down towards the ground. And he's got a whip in his hand. Except the whip is made of water. We all have gifts. And he whips it at you. And it wraps around you. (laughs) And almost with a otherworldly force, you find yourself driven to the ground as he jerks it back to her zip. And you find yourself prone in the sand. Wing's gonna get you off the ground now, brother. And he jumps in, taking advantage of your prone state. And you manage to roll to the side as his <laughs> I was gonna say, small fist is characterized. His fist blasts into the sand next to your head. His perfectly average size fist. <laughs> I'm gonna assume everybody's standing by until they uh, tell me otherwise. Uh, I would like to take a turn. Go for it. I'm gonna move over to Tylalor since I see she's got my hand axe in her mouth. I'm going to reach over and stand next to her while watching this. Kind of reach over and grab that. You could have said you didn't want it. That was not intentional. Yeah, yeah. What's going on here? Who's this guy? Says he's Mermelnir's brother? Oh, that's why they're fighting. His brother's the handsome one. Ha. I think they're mad. Fighting about their god again. Shall we do something? No, I think this needs to be 
his thing unless he starts to lose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with it. I'll put my club away and keep my, my weapon up. Brex would just move closer to, to V, then he would send his illusion over with Grom, and then cast Thaumathermy to it and say, what's up, guys? What, what are we doing over here? <laughs> Next to V, he'd be like, V, are we just going to let these guys fight this out, or what are we doing? I guess we'll see. near. can I help kick his ass yet? I'm going to look. Don't tell me to stay. <laughs> <laughs> just say, I got it. I'm going to look at him and say, stay put giving you one more chance (laughs) (laughs) and i'm stepping in and kicking his ass for you this is i'm thinking to him this is between me and him all right i'll stay i'm a good boy (laughs) Rax, you better hand him a biscuit (laughs) trail stick (laughs) you guys responding to the thaumaturgy uh yeah i guess it's his brother one of his clansmen i can't even hear him they're way over there (laughs) you just said what's up guys we don't know yeah (laughs) Rex says y'all. What do you, I mean, why would he say you guys? That's just crazy. Uh, clearly it's not me. I'm assuming I can use my wings to, like, get up, like, use them to, like, lift myself up. That's still going to be roughly half my movement. Yep. Okay. I'm going to pick myself up with my wings and kind of just hover myself over the ground a minute before I set myself back down. And I, I guess I prepare to go at it again. As you try to lift off. And he's going to be like, he's like, well, don't you fly away from me. And he tries to drive you back to the ground. So let's have an opposed athletics on that one. Would you like me to roll my orange one or my green one? I rolled a pretty green one. A three. I really like the pretty green one. Valtel does not. We're swapping that out. Uh, 19 or so. Uh, more than 19 or so. Yeah, you managed to extricate yourself. I'm taking two swings at him. A uh, 15 and a 18 plus. Both hit. 19. I'm still very much trying to go non-lethal. I'm going to keep very close eye on him, make sure I'm not going to unintentionally murder him. Once you reset yourself and come at him, he takes a step back, and those tears are very prevalent in his eyes, but it's almost like he steals himself, and he wades in. Can I... I should have probably done this earlier, but can I detect anything that I sense as being off from him from the Valtail I previously knew? We'll address that on your next turn. But for now, you receive a flurry of blows that can only be delivered by somebody small in stature. Pew, 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 pew. And he lays into you for a good 16 points of damage. Picturing a lot of, like, wing chung back and forth. Elbow strike. I'm looking for insight. Yes. If you're wanting to see if he's off. Uh, 15. Uh, with a 15... He's definitely out of sorts, but you could easily chalk that up to the situation, having been thrust into essentially mortal combat with his brother. But uh, you maybe pick up a little bit of zealotry that's uh, maybe a little bit uncharacteristic of his easygoing, happy-go-lucky outlook. We're going to look at him and say, uh, this reminds me of the time we were sparring back down in the cave. You tried to wrap your legs around my neck, get me in a chokehold, but then I ended up just standing Don't up you try to bring this back and he comes back in with another series of, uh, of blows. One of them lands, hits your nose for three hit points. He just bitch slapped you. <laughs> I told you not to talk about that. Didn't feel good that day. My turn, I'm assuming. Yes. With that, I'm going all out. Don't stand behind him. Breath weapon going all out. <laughs> Why do you keep shooting my wife? <laughs> Why do we keep standing behind <laughs> his enemies? 
a terrible idea. All right, so one of those misses. Uh, the next one was a uh, 18 on the die. That's seven damage, and then I'm fury of blows. First one is uh, 17 on the die. That's six damage. Last one, the realization that I am fighting what is essentially my brother outside of sparring in life or death combat sets in just a little bit and I'm thrown off and unable to continue. Almost as if he realizes he kind of has the upper hand, he slows his attacks mildly and then with almost a visible resolve, he looks down and then disappears. Where'd he go? But then immediately appears behind you and lands a pretty nasty elbow to the back of your head for, oh, I rolled a one on the die, so four damage. I shout out from the sides, you know you'll never make it out of your life, right? <laughs> and then that's some dirty pool. That elbow drives you to your knee and then he follows up with another punch to the back of your head for another six hit points, rendering you unconscious. Very unconscious. Okay, this is where we step in. Can, I, can I use my last moment of consciousness to like look at them and have the fleeting thought? Yeah, actually, once he disappears and you feel that elbow smash in the back of your head and you drive to your knees, you know what's coming with that follow-up punch. You can go ahead and have that one moment of communication with your friends. Looking at Grom and Tyler, and the only thought out of my mind is... Leave him alone. Sorry, buddy. As you, like, sink unconscious? And you fall <laughs> face... And then with a punch, you fall face into the sand. You said that to Grom and Tyler, however, Valril... The fuck this guy. Who's standing right behind him currently. <laughs> so he's still facing Miramonir? Uh-huh. So sneak attack? If you'd like. Because he wants his head. Well, we don't know that. I mean, it seems apparent. <laughs> he's got to be kicking the shit out of him. If not his head, at least to try and bring him back to the cave. So with advantage? Yeah. 12? Nope, that doesn't do it. That would have been so cool. You were... Taken aback a little bit by the displacement that your strike, I'll say, with that target presented, even with a 12, your strike lands, but it only did like one hit point of damage. So we will lapse back into turns now, so we will go to Grom. Well, see if you'll allow what I would like to attempt to do. I would like to charge this dude. I would like to... Totally disregarding what Mirman just told you. rush him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I want to headbutt him three times, or, or just twice... I want to try to knock him unconscious by smashing his head in. We'll try to keep him alive. Uh, you can definitely bull rush him and dive tackle into him, and then we'll see how the attack rolls. All right. I'm going to roll some dice. You just tell me yay or nay. Okay. Uh, that's a 16. That's a yay. All right. We got a 19. That's a yay. And we got a 17. That's three yays. All right. So I'm assuming that's diving two smashes? Sure. I'm not even raging. I'm being nice to this guy. Eight damage. I'm just going to try to keep him pinned down. I will say that you drive him to the ground. Tyler, what would you like to do? I'm going to move in on this side over here to the north and try to help contain him. If we can secure him, Mermelier doesn't want him dead. As I'm like looking at this dude in the face, it's a shame you don't have any ears. <laughs> As he sees the necklace of ears waving in front of his face. <laughs> Yeah, you walk up on a furious Grom, so you're trying to talk some sense into him. So Grom is on top of him, and he's on the ground now. Yeah. Anybody got a rope? For what? You're going to tie this idiot up. You know I keep one in my bag. I say we kill him. We're on to Brax. Damn it. 
Brax is going to have his illusion run up to Milmanir, and he's going to cast Spare the Dying through the illusion, which is a touch. It's right there. Boom, boom. And, yeah, I'm just going to hold my bow on him. And if he stands up, I'm going to let go. Uh, Valro. I'm going to go hit him with my rapier right in the neck. 24, 15. Uh, Grom, he's going to try to throw you off of him. Good luck, Nancy. Opposed athletics. As I say, for once, there's finally someone shorter than Grom. 21. 8. Suck it, lizard. Uh, he's going to... Actually, he's going to punch you in the nose for a measly 2 damage. All right. Your turn. As soon as he punches me in the nose, I'm raging. So he watches my snout all snap out into gigantic fangs. But instead of biting him, I'm just going to smash my face into his face. Another two times. 11 damage? Just smashing his face with my face. Tower. I don't think I'd really be able to do much to stop Grom and his efforts right now. <laughs> Pretty pissed. I'd wear your face like a mask. I don't think Mermelnir wants him dead. I'll, uh, if I can, I'm going to try and get the rope out of Grom's pack. It's going to take a pretty good sleight of hand. He's, uh, he's pretty squiggly right now. Going to try. 14? Uh, not quite. You managed to get the pack undone. That's about it. Grom is in combat with somebody on the ground. So what I'm hearing is Grom's odds and ends are just flying everywhere. <laughs> you got an ear, a scalp, a tooth. It's like the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Brax, you uh, holding your position? Yes, yeah, yeah. What are we doing here? Are we, are, what are we doing? What are Trying we doing? to subdue this guy. We're killing him. Valro. Going for another hit? Go for it. Sneak attack since he's facing 17. 22. Valryl steps up, repositions his rapier, sinks it in just above the clavicle. Oh, shit. Valtil, eyes go wide in realization, stops fighting, says, Tell him I loved him. I'll do that. And then the life drains from his face. I sit up and my snout crunches all back in and there's just blood all over my forehead and nose. Here, Monero, let's have a quick uh, D4 just to see how much time everybody else is going to have to talk about this. Three. <laughs> Three hours. Well, unless anybody does anything otherwise to bring you to, you will regain consciousness in three hours. Looking back at that portal, what, what's going on with that situation over there? Oh, yeah. It's hardly active at all. It's almost like with the giants dead and Valtel dead. It's almost like it doesn't want to be here anymore. <laughs> That's right, Portal. Go away. So I look up and notice Brax checking it out. I turn to look. I'm like, we've hurt it. What, you think you can kill that thing? Oh, we can cut it. Think we should give it a try. Set it on fire again. I don't I try sacred flames on it. I don't think that ever did anything. Same result. I don't feel like that did anything. Right. Pretty sure Grom dealt damage to it earlier. Can we get up and crack my neck sideways? <laughs> grab my little hand axe out start catching my breath as I'm strolling up to this thing. Uh, no, as you approach the portal, uh, it's really yeah, there's not much life to it. It's almost like whatever happened here was not... It expended its energy. Yes. I'm gonna hew it down. Alright, what are you using to do that? My hand axe. Primal sorrow. It's almost like that extra damage that it normally does. It's almost like it bites into that cactus aggressively, so 
this is the tool to go ahead and cut that down. All right. After a couple of mighty swings and it falls down, does it stop being active? The cactus falls, and it's almost like the portal lost its tether to the material plane and eventually dwindles to the point where you feel that it is not a threat. You'll send nothing more through this damn portal. I'm going to turn around and start walking back to check on my friend. Well, I'd say this is the best experience by far that we've had dealing with one of those. Do you think it'll be all right? It looks like he's breathing. Yeah, he'll he'll be fine. I mean, it's probably just a couple hours. I could wake him up right now if y'all want, but usually, I, I don't know, rest seems like a good thing sometimes. You want me to wake him up and I'll go start walking towards him. Uh, what time of day was this? Late afternoon. I mean, we do have some shelter here. I suppose if we just wanted to hold up for the night. I'm going to kneel down next to him. All right, yeah, I'll I'll get him up right now. Boom. Uh, cure wounds. Uh, that is a 10 points of healing. Ooh. Hey, did you all see me kill that giant back there? That was, did you see that? That was all me, my arrow. Boom. And then, well, Grom was over there, but... It, it fell down right after right after I killed it with that arrow. Grom showed up and like I think he might have tripped it a little bit. I think, I think Grom I think Grom killed it. I think down there fell at me when you shot it. That was a good shot. You were behind a rock. You couldn't see nothing. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but otherwise, there's there's two bracks kneeling over top of you as you wake up, talking about how I killed a, a giant. So you and your double are kneeling over me. Yeah. I'm looking up and uh, I'm gonna rub my head. I must have taken a good blow. I'm seeing double. When does that go away? Is it for a moment as he comes to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and perfect. Then poof. I like it. I, I had enough time to see it, then really blink and rub my head and eyes, and then I'll look up. Look up. Not just me here. I don't. I don't know what you're saying. You're all right. Yeah, I think so. And with that, I'm gonna sit up and take stock of my surroundings and see what is. As I notice you, look at him. Be like, poor little fella, his heart gave out. <laughs> See, my face is just a mask <laughs> of blood. He from your clan? I'm going to temporarily ignore Grom, and I'm going to look back to where the portal was. And I'm assuming it's all gone. Grom did something for that, so... Well, in the meantime, knowing that it was a clan member, but a dragonborn as well, I would just kind of kneel beside him as, like, a warrior's death. Was he doing that mind-talking thing? What Did he answer you? I'm going to pick myself up off the ground and stand and turn and kneel down next to Valtil. I feel like you're across from Valryl at this point too. Like Val- Valryl's on the other side. Yeah. I'm just gonna lay a hand on his chest and I'm just gonna look at him and think like I'm trying to psionically communicate with him. Valtil. I hope you found peace. At this point, I see that he's probably doing his thing and I just grab him on the shoulder and say, Val uh, Till's last words was, he said he loved you. You just see a couple tears drop down onto his body. And then I'm going to stand up, and I'm assuming I'm not seeing any signs of water around or nearby. Interestingly enough, it's right there. Oh. I missed that. It was there for the entire fight, and I missed it. <laughs> you thirsty fella. I never saw it either, just to be fair. Mirmonir, do you need help bearing him? I'm just going to pick him up and start making my way to the water. It's not a lot of water, but it's water. Probably like ankle deep. 
it's coming from those rocks, so there's a little bit of a spring there. Probably a little deeper portion towards the back. Towards the rocks, you can maybe get into your knees. Okay. And in that case, I am going to pick him up, and I am just going to silently begin making my way to the spring with his body. As he's dragging him off, I suppose out of respect, I won't skin it. But man, that'd be cool. Did you see that water whip? I was going to try to take that from him, but I guess I guess not. I don't think we should take anything from him. I'm going to go take two of these giant ears, add them to my necklace. So you're just going to take the ears? You're going to take his bones, too. I know you. those are big bones for, I mean, that'd make a great club. I'll be honest. You didn't get hit with those things at all. There's something... It hit me. ...caustic about them. You don't look hit. What do you mean? I'm down, like... 16 hit points. It hit you when you lived. my life. <laughs> Weird. You I'm just I'm all bloody and bruised up. But what do you mean? So you don't like that? That it would be like... It's almost like decay. I don't want to release that back into the world. Do these things have hair, though? It's very stringy. Oh. I want beautiful scalps for my cloak. Luxurious flowing. But those ears, though. <laughs> those are some good ear necklace ears. We could probably make a soup bowl out of them. They're good funnels, at least. (laughs) Let's put that earwax in there and plug up the hole. Y'all think we should go over there and see if he needs some help? I'm going to let him do his thing. I imagine this time I've just been walking. I haven't told anyone to stay. I've just been walking with him. I'll head over and watch you. I'm going with, too. Wait up, wait up, wait up, Vegas. I'm coming. There's Tyler all by herself. I mean, if everybody's going that way, I guess I'll follow, (laughs) but... If all your friends jumped off a cliff. <laughs> you know? If there's monsters about, yeah, I'd probably go with. I'm going to take him, and I'm going to wade into the as deep portion as we can. And I'm going to lay his body down. Um, Is it at least deep enough he can be fully submerged? Yeah. Okay. Once he is laid in the river, I'm going to step out. Valtil, Sia Isthase, Si Karayas Sodros, Afvenik, Wux, Ikeswir, Vilvawur, Jixaz, Dihesi, Surayu, Kakdi, Savbolan, Shio, Okraz, Surinik, Si Karayas, Wux, Tepoa, Eta Adun, Kach, Pentranas, Vukat Wuks, Yahin, Agental, Sia, Ithse, Si Huven, Koi, Tira, Ti, Tepoa, Ekes, Sultanomeno, Idol, Si Huven Wuks, Tilu, Tepoa, Akurtor, Kak, Vukat, Savbol, Si, Tepada, Nomagik, Hak Wuks, Ornella, Tepoa, Asurtur, Ur, Idol, Si Teraya, Si Itavuks, What did that mean? Veltil, my brother, I hope Kasodros takes you to the spring. 
the source of our kind and from which all water flows. I hope you have found peace, and please know you were always my brother. I wish it did not have to end this way. I wish you could have seen and known what I had. Maybe then you would have seen the way I did. I love you. And with that, I am going to sit by the water. As you finish that, I'm going to turn to step away, and I'm going to go find a spot to set up camp and give you your time. I'll follow and help. Mumbling once we get out of earshot. Hey, it would have been nice to take some water before you put that body in it. I kind of thought the same, but he needed this. I wonder if all of his family is that warm. From what we've heard, my guess is yes. I'll go set up camp. I'm going to walk up behind behind him and put my hand on his shoulder. I'm sorry. I'm just going to give my head a slow nod in acknowledgement. Yeah, I'll just slowly walk away too. I'm just going to take a knee next to him, just in silence, knowing that it's a special moment for him. I'm just staring into the water. I'm going to look into the water, and I'm going to say, Sihuven si tepohada vi edrokilt nelithik gowe or wooks. And he would have understood that as, I wish I had a better resting place for you. I'll stay. Stay? Yeah, I'll stay. This has been Bedlam Social Hour, a D&D podcast, a Peace in the Chaos production. Bedlam Social Hour is Peyton Palmer as Mirmolnir, Mark McGrath as Brax Rome, Carrie Dennis as Tylalor, Matt Wagner as Valriel Tezexen, Percy Steele as Grom the Toothy, and myself as everyone else. Please check out our link tree in the show notes for our social media connections, and please rate and review us on your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you once again for listening, and as always, work hard and be kind. So I've been a really bad player, and I didn't get a chance to listen to this last episode. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I've I've been off my game this last several weeks, but my boss was out of the office today, so I just had it playing on my phone while I was doing work. I wanted to let him know I was a nerd. I've been welding all day, and you're not supposed to have a bunch of electronics on you when you weld because you can toast them. So. Yeah, I guess you got a good excuse.